This is Moments of Hope brought to you by the Missionary Church Association in Jamaica. I am your host, Marja Elaine Francis, welcoming you to the program. Good morning to you listeners. I trust you and yours had a Merry Christmas and are still in celebration mode. We made it to the final Sunday in 2021. Can you believe it? If you can speak, laugh, move any part of your body this morning, if you are listening to this program, you are alive and that's enough reason to be thankful. Thanks be to God, we have made it to witness day 360 of 2021. What a year it has been. It has been quite a year for many of us. Challenging, yet filled with opportunities, so many different opportunities. Yes, we have thrived through another unprecedented year in a pandemic, yes. This morning, I remind you, whatever it is that you have been through in 2021, it is a time that we can pause and reflect and just give God thanks that we have made it thus far. Yes, can you do that with me? <laughs> the Missionary Church Association has been bringing moments of hope to you for 28 years. And the joy is mine to be host for the last three and a half years. I am happy to be sharing with you another Sunday and thankful that you have chosen to listen to another moment of hope. Thank you so much for choosing to connect with us weekly. Today's feature is a season of Thanksgiving. And my guest today is Reverend Jacob McLean. He's chairman of the Missionary Church Association in Jamaica and pastor of the Hampton Green Missionary Church. Reverend Jacob McLean, welcome. Thank you, Marjolaine. It's my pleasure. Good morning, listeners. Good to have you. Now this morning, Rev, as we focus on thanksgiving, being thankful, I echo with the psalmist, yes? Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. We get to celebrate another day. Yesterday was Christmas, yes, on a Saturday, kind of unusual, but we did celebrate, and I do that you continue the celebration of peace, joy, happiness. Yes. Rev, I want to hear from you. What does Christmas mean to you? Marjo, Lynn, um, Christmas is the most wonderful time of year. I'm sure there are many out there who would say that. Christmas means to me the fulfillment of God's promise of redemption, restoration, and reconciliation. As you know, and as our listeners know, our four parents, Adam and Eve, sinned against God by disobeying him. And of course, they lived in the most ideal environment. God had to punish them for their sin. And in judgment, he remembered mercy and promised a savior, a redeemer. I'm reminded of Genesis 3 and verse 15, where it says, I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. Of course, 
This was the first promise of the Redeemer. So Christmas is about the Redeemer, Jesus Christ, coming into the world. And for me, that's the most significant thing about Christmas. Christmas, of course, means a whole lot more because of what Christ has done. It means for me joy. I'm joyful at Christmas time. In fact, it's yes. the most joyful time that I experience all year, you know? be with family, friends, church family, natural family, all of that means so much to me. Joy to the world. That's my favorite Christmas color. <laughs> That's mine too. And I can hear the joy just oozing out of you as you share <laughs> in this time. No, Rev, Christmas, it's a joyful time. It's also a time when we get to give thanks as we share with family and friends, you know, with just a week to go before the year ends many are in reflective mode yes and despite the many challenges that we've encountered during 2021 there is so much to be thankful for as we focus on thanksgiving today how would you describe thanksgiving thanksgiving i believe is being grateful having an attitude of gratitude and expressing it verbally in writing or by some other means. But of course, it means demonstrating to the one to whom we are grateful that we really have this feeling. You know, it's I can't be grateful in my heart and, and, and people around me uh, to whom I'm grateful um, don't know. I have to express it. So for me, it's expression. Just like when we praise God and say, thank you, Lord, for what you've done, we voice it, you know. So yes. it's, it's about expressing gratitude. Expressing gratitude. And we here in Jamaica, we say gratitude is a must. <laughs> no. <laughs> How important is it, though, to be thankful? I know I hear you saying we can't just be thankful and not express it, but how important is it to be thankful? It's so very important. Thankfulness, I believe, must be and should be expressed, first of all, to God. As a matter of fact, you can't really worship without being thankful. I would say that there can be no true worship that excludes thanksgiving. Thankfulness is also related to prayer and is in fact a type of prayer. So we have the prayer of thanksgiving. It's important in both our relationship with God and with one another. We should get rid of the sense of entitlement that is so common these days and demonstrate thankfulness as a way of life. The Apostle Paul says it very emphatically in 2 Corinthians 9 verse 15, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. He said this in the context of a discourse on giving. He also emphasized thankfulness in Philippians 4, where he commended the generosity of the Philippian brethren. It is not often realized that Paul wrote the verse that we so often quote, but my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus, in the context of deliberately pinpointing the fact that this was a loving, giving church. Thankfulness was so important to Paul and to the brethren there. They were grateful to God for the ministry of Paul and they expressed it tangibly. We too must express our thanksgiving tangibly. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together and running, running over. over. Yes. 
will men put into your bosom for with the same measure that you give it will be measured back to you you know um there's a story in luke chapter uh 17 where 10 lepers came to jesus and jesus healed all of them and then just one of them came back and said thanks jesus said to him were there not 10 where are the others mm -hmm. you know, where are the others you know and in fact the one who came back was a foreigner but he had an attitude of gratitude thanksgiving gratitude extremely important it's the stuff of life and that's what I believe we have to do, especially at Christmas time, because God so loved the world that he gave. That means giving should stimulate thankfulness. We should be grateful to God. We should be grateful to others who sow into our lives, who help us along the way, because that's how it was meant to be. It was meant to be that we 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 just be simply thankful, right? That's right. Rev, as we, as we focus on on being thankful, one of the realities that that we have been encountering, and once we're alive, we're going to experience loss at some time. I mean, during this year, well, since the pandemic has started, you know, um, we have lost so many things and persons. And many persons are still counting their losses, the loss of income, stability, health, loved ones, relationships, and so much more. You know, when we have things going well for us, it is easy to be thankful, don't it? Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> However, when things get tough, you know, sometimes we can just be so overwhelmed by what is happening. So I want for you to share, you know, as, as persons listen this morning, how can we still remain thankful even in hardship? You know, Marjolaine, it is a challenge. It is a challenge. But so long as we are alive, there is hope of recovery or improvement, regardless of how bad things are. That is a fact. You know, we like to say, so long as there is life, there is hope. This is why the wise man Solomon puts it this way in Ecclesiastes 9 verse 4. But for him who is joined to all the living, there is hope. For a living dog is better than a dead lion. So what was he saying really? You know, so long as you are alive, there is reason, reason to be thankful. We should be thankful for life. We're still here. The way I think of it is, is this. I'm here for a purpose. You are here for a purpose, listeners. David says in Psalm 139, verse 13 to 16, for you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed and in your book, they all were written. The days fashioned for me when as yet there was none of them. You know, Marjolaine, I expect to live as long as God intends for me to live and to fulfill the purpose he has for my life. Oh yes. So, oh yes. And when we have that sort of attitude, you know, whatever comes, we can take it, you know, because look, God is the author of life and he holds our lives in our, 
his hands and he's given us life. And so long as we're still here, there is a lot to be grateful for. Yes, the pandemic is a reality. Broken dreams, loss of loved ones, friends, jobs, hardship of all sorts. It is dreadful, but there is hope. There is hope. And that's what we should use to assure ourselves. We must remain hopeful, even though we are parents of new variants of COVID-19 makes the possibility of control of the pandemic so illusional. We remain thankful though, because God is in the midst of this. It didn't take him by surprise. We must recognize that he is faithful and he will never leave us nor forsake us. He has provided his word. You know, my final point here, the Apostle Paul says in Romans 15, 4, for whatever things were written before were written for our learning that we through the patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. He also said in 1 Thessalonians 5, 17 and 18, pray without ceasing in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. It doesn't mean that you thank God for bad things, Major Elaine, but in everything, because we know all things work together for good to them that love God, to them all that call according to his purpose. Yes, so it is really sad. It is heart-rending, but we're still here. It means God's not through with us yet. There is something yet for us to do. So let's be thankful and let's keep our faith and our hope in God. Well said. Let's be thankful and keep our faith and our hope in God and keep connected to the word. I hear Rev just reeling off so many different scriptures, you know, and so that will help us, right, Rev? The scriptures. Indeed, indeed. It is a support, the foundation for our lives because, of course, the word of God, you know, um, represents life and God speaks to us through his word. So we must, you know, read it, memorize it, practice it, live by it. Thank you. My guest today is Reverend Jacob McLean, chairman of the Missionary Church Association in Jamaica and pastor of the Hampton Green Missionary Church. And we have been focusing on Thanksgiving. Rev, we are here, the end, of, well, pretty much the end, the end of 2021. That's right. Can you believe it? Wow. I mean, it's, it's yeah. like just yesterday we started 2021. Where has all the, you know, the months gone? They've flown. <laughs> they have flown indeed. And we're at day 360. And so far you've been sharing with us on the importance of giving thanks, you know, and just how much when we are thankful, it comes out in our expressions, we express thanks. And you quote some scriptures that we can use, but we're mindful this morning, Rev, that there are some persons who do not yet have a personal relationship with God. And so I'm going to invite you at this moment to share with our listeners in what ways, those of us who know Jesus, in what ways can we share the gospel of Jesus Christ with others? Thank you for that very important question, Magdalene. As Christ followers or Christians, to use a more traditional term, we must demonstrate by our words and lifestyle the difference that Christ makes in our lives. 
We must not give in to despair and hopelessness. It's all around us, but we must be different. We must point people to Jesus, the source of our hope. So if we have hope, we must be able to tell others why we have this hope. In fact, Peter tells us, encourages us to give people the reason for the hope that we have. People are experiencing psychosocial stresses and need to know that Jesus came to give peace. This peace comes first of all through having a right relationship with God. You see, we lost it in the Garden of Eden. And ever since then, we have been struggling and experiencing war and we've been experiencing you know, this alienation from God who is the source of peace. Romans 5, 1 and 2 says, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. You see, peace with God prepares us to receive the peace of God, which Jesus gives. When we come into a right relationship with God through Jesus Christ, we experience this peace. Listen to what Jesus says. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. We should demonstrate this peace, which joy should radiate from our lives, Marjolaine. The joy yes. that comes from knowing that our future is secure, whether we live or die. This is the season of giving. We should give likewise, as God did in practical ways. Share, care packages, goods that we may have, money, whatever. Share our joy, just like God shared for God so loved the world that he gave. He gave his only begotten son. So share generously what God has provided. Think of those who have needs that you can meet. I believe that this is the way we can demonstrate to others the difference that Jesus makes. He not only gives us peace and joy, but he allows us to share, to share his life, the life that we have experienced by coming into a relationship with him. First of all, We've come into this reconciliation, this reconciled relationship, and we've been given the peace, the peace of God. I believe that it is our responsibility to share with those who know, don't know the Lord. It is our responsibility to share, share the gospel of Jesus Christ and share what God has blessed us with to be a blessing to others. Now, Rev, there are some persons, you know, you have spoken to the believers already as to what they can do. I want for you to speak to that person who has not yet committed to a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. What should they do? Well, this is, I think, the most important question, Marjolaine. You see, real life is found only in Jesus Christ. Jesus says, John 10, verse 10, the thief, that is the devil, Satan, does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come that they may have life, and that they may have life more abundantly in all its fullness. So Jesus is offering those who don't know him real life, abundant life, life that looks beyond time into eternity, eternal life with Jesus Christ. 
This abundant life is life as it was meant to be. It's not without its struggles and disappointments and setbacks. It is a life of hope, however, that is sure and secure because Jesus comes to live his life in us when we accept him as our savior. Oh, well, so how do we do that? The word of God tells us very clearly. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. You see, it's very straightforward and very simple. So simple that so many miss out on it. Mm -hmm. We're all sinners. Yes, yes, indeed. We're all sinners. We're born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Yes, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Because of that, we needed a savior. We needed a perfect savior who could pay the penalty for our sins. The only one who could do this is God himself. And so God came in the person of his son, Jesus Christ. And that's what Christmas is all about. He came, he lived a perfect life. He demonstrated the heart of God, love in all its fullness. He healed the sick, sick opened the eyes of the blind, you know, cleansed the lepers and all of that. He demonstrated love. And then he died. He was crucified for us. He paid the penalty for our sins. So all we need to do is recognize his death on our behalf. Believe on him with all our hearts. Confess our sins. Acknowledge that we are sinners. Yes. And believe Christ died for us. And invite him to be our savior. Believing that when we confess him with our mouth, confess him as savior, he becomes from that moment our savior. And he changes life. Word of God says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. What a wonderful thing it would be to start the new year as a new person. I invite you to consider accepting Jesus Christ as your savior this morning. Acknowledge you're a sinner. Believe Christ died for you. Receive him as your savior. Confess him as your savior. Your life will be changed. You will become transformed. You will have meaning to your life. You will start a new year as a brand new person. Air is an opportunity for you to accept Jesus as personal Lord and Savior of your life. As we wrap up 2021, being thankful to God for all that he has done and continue to do in our lives. Rev, as we close this morning, the final Sunday in 2021, so many weeks of moments of hope here on Love 101. What word of hope and encouragement do you have for our listeners as we close the chapters on 2021? Marjorie, it has been a pleasure being with you this morning. My life verse, Philippians 1 verse 6, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. God is faithful and he won't leave us part way. He didn't take us this far to leave us. We can't understand everything that is happening. We're, you know, we just don't, we can't. We can be confident in God, however. Word of God says, trust in the Lord with all your heart 
and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Be confident. He will take you all the way. As the new year approaches, trust in God. Start the year with him. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. I feel so confident in God just listening to that. Philippians 1 verse 6, being confident in this, that he who has begun a good work is faithful to complete it. Rev, as we come to the close this morning, I invite you to breathe a word of prayer for our listeners. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you with thankfulness. Thank you, Lord, for taking us through 2020, what a year it has been. As we come towards a close, we recognize, Lord, that we did not do it by ourselves. You were there for us. You provided, you protected. And Lord, even though our hearts may be sad because of our losses, we know we can still trust you because you are faithful and you will never leave us nor forsake us. As we look towards a new year, we pray, oh God, that those who don't know you will accept you as their Lord and Savior. And those who already know you, Lord, may we share the joy that we have in you. May we share and give of ourselves, Lord, in service to you and be faithful to you. Lord, we thank you for this program. We thank you for Marjorie Lane. Thank you, Lord, for blessing her and using her in this way. God, we give you all glory, honor, and praise because you deserve it. And we thank you once again in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. May I remind you, the Missionary Church Association in Jamaica brings moments of hope to you every Sunday at 7.30 a.m., Thanks to my guest, Reverend Jacob McLean. Thanks to you, our listeners. If you need prayer counseling or further information, call the Missionary Church Association office at 924-1378 or WhatsApp 791-0527. Also, link us on Facebook at Moments of Hope MCAJ with your comments. We want to hear from you. I am Marja Elaine Francis. Regardless of what you encounter in life, there is hope and there is power in prayer. Hebrews 11 verse 6 reminds us that God rewards those who earnestly seek him. I invite you to pray by yourself or join with a family member or a friend and let us pray being mindful that God answers prayers. Tune in again next week for another moment of hope.